Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental edition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I sound a little different today. I got to be honest, Uh, but that's okay. I was down bad with COVID for about two weeks. Uh, My voice is not back. But I just couldn't wait any longer, honestly, to get back into the swing of things because I just feel like there's so much to fucking talk about, so much to discuss. And honestly, the people that leave bad reviews on my voice should be thrilled now because I sound completely different. I sound like a different person. I mean, this is truthfully, you guys, this is the best my voice has sounded in weeks. And as someone who loves to talk, it's been a fucking nightmare. I'm not even kidding. Like, COVID is not a joke. And I know that that's like a no shit comment to make, but I have never been so sick in my life. Like my dad came and got Ruby because I couldn't take her out. Like I had my mom dropping groceries off in medicine. Like I am a CVS pharmacy, truthfully. Like I have everything you'd ever need. If you are ever down bad, like let me know. I'll mail you some. It was crazy. So let's just get right into it. Um, I missed you guys so much. And okay, first, let's talk some Bravo news. Last week, we did get the Orange County trailer, which was a little lackluster. But I mean, like, what are we expecting? You know what I mean? Like the season, I found it entertaining. Was it amazing? No, it wasn't. But I found it like, okay, like I'll watch this. You know, I didn't have it on in the background. I was actually paying attention. But I am glad that Bravo, like, isn't forcing, like, a three-part reunion. Like, I'm glad that – I know people are, like, throwing shade at Orange County, like, oh, my God, they only got a two-part reunion. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, of course they did. Like, what else? I personally think it should be one. One part. I I mean, I don't know how much there is really to discuss that can't be, you know, condensed into a, you know – 45 minutes, but Shannon has the glow up of the century. Like, I know that we talk about Gina's glow up because that, I mean, that girl, whoo, that hair was really something else for quite some time. But like looking at what Shannon wore last reunion, if you guys don't remember, it was like a white monstrosity. I mean, she even said, so I'm not like just saying this to be like rude. She had a lot of filler and it was jarring. Like it was, it was really bad. So I'm glad that she kind of settled, you know, getting it dissolved, all of that, because her face, everything looks great. She did have a little mishap with the dress. If you guys would have seen what this woman was about to wear, 
It was yellow, which I have a thing about blondes and yellow. I This is a hot take, possibly. I don't like when blondes wear yellow. I just don't. I don't think it looks good. It has to be like a very, 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 very specific color of yellow, personally. Um, like a like think of Kate Hudson in um How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like that was acceptable to me. Shannon in canary yellow with a mesh, like fishnet like sleeve. No, I don't think so. Honestly, I'm glad that the dress didn't work out because the dress she chose was like very Orange County, very, you know, basic, but I enjoyed it. Heather looks crazy, in my opinion. That Easter dress is horrible. It's like this light purple, A-line, Anne of Green Gables looking dress. And I just think it's horrible. I do find it interesting that Heather is saying like to Shannon that she could have possibly blown up her family. Because that's referring, of course, to the whole David cheating situation that took place many years ago. Heather, everyone in Orange County knew about this affair. Like, this wasn't, like, it was a rumor. And, I mean, I think people kind of knew that there was, like, truth to it. But they didn't want to bring it up on camera. So I'm very curious, like, what that's all about. Like, why does Heather even say that? And I, I go back and forth. I think that Gina, I don't know what's going on with Gina, if we're being honest. Like, I'll get to that when we discuss Orange County, like, recap. But she just, I mean, when she was like, pay the piper, I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, stop trying to make a moment. It's not happening. It's like, sit down. Sit down in your little jumpsuit, your little crop top jumpsuit, Sheena Shea reunion look, you know? Just, you know, I don't know. She just really irritates me. And Noella, I mean, I can't get enough of that chaos. Like, I find her to be so fascinating. And I say this every fucking week. But like, I don't necessarily believe a word she ever says. But I also like never want her off my screen because she just brings this like level of chaos and the way that she just gets under Heather DeBro's skin is mm, chef's kiss. Like so good. Um, okay. And then we've had some like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills shit going on. The Fox Force Five, if you guys know who they are. Um, it's what Kyle and Co call each other. Um, so it's like Kyle, Rinna, Erica, Teddy, and Dorit. They're all kind of coming for Garcelle in the press, but in like different ways. And it's really weird to me. Like Garcelle put out this book, this like book with that my least favorite font of all time. No offense, no shade to Garcelle, but it's like these books and these fonts. Like you guys know what I'm talking about. If you follow me on Instagram, you know. Because whenever you guys stumble upon a book with this font on the cover, you all send it to me and it makes me, it really does bring me joy. Um, Yeah, so you know, Erica and Rinna are upset that Garcelle brought up Amelia in the book and Rinna in the book and Erica threw the book in the garbage. And it's like, you guys are so fucking transparent. It's like whenever someone comes on the show that gets like the fans excited or riled up or like, you know, like the fans are backing Garcelle, they're like, we're going to fucking take her down. And it's like, it's just getting kind of old I personally think that this season should probably be the last for Dorit because I don't really know like what she adds. Like I, if you think about it, it's actually really crazy that she's been on for this long. And I used to be like a Dorit like girl, but it, the shit gets old. Like I don't need to see your fashions. I don't give a fuck. Like you look ridiculous. It's, you know, you got labels up the ass. It's like, I find it boring. I find it boring. And I don't watch for glam squads. It's literally, I was put on this planet to try to get the Real Housewives to chill the fuck out on glam squads. I can't stand them. I think that they are the downfall of Real Housewives. Listen, I get that you want to look good. I get that you want to, like, we're on like HD, 5D, 4D, whatever the fuck, television. I get it. But at the same time, like, I want you to be a real person. And the fact that you're taking photos for Instagram instead of filming a fucking show, like, that's what I want to see. I don't I don't want to see you with a hand pressed against the glass, like, 
posing for Instagram. I want you in the fucking mix talking about real shit. And I'm just so over the women of Beverly Hills not wanting to get deep about stuff. It's so frustrating to me. It's like Beverly Hills, like always in the beginning, it was very real. It was very, I mean, very dark. Like the the underbelly of Beverly Hills has always been really, really dark. But that's what made it so good because you felt like, okay, these women are really talking about their real lives. Like these women are really getting to the nitty gritty. And it's like, once again, I'm watching Rinna not talk about her own shit. It's like you have your daughter on social media talking about how, you, you know, your her parents don't support her and she's going through hell battling, you know, everything that she's going through. And I'm talking about Delilah. I just find it odd. I'm like, why aren't we talking about that? Like, why are you bringing up Kathy Hilton, who's again, a fan favorite, talking shit about her sister? No shit. She's going to talk about Kyle. They're sisters. Like sisters do that. Like sisters talk shit. It's, I don't have a sister, but I'm sure if I did, her and I would be gossiping about each other all the live long day, but we love each other. And that's that. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just like so over it. And with that said, I will be watching every single minute. Like, I, you know, I just had to get that all off my chest. I've had a lot of uh, weeks and time to think about, to think about all of this. <laughs> so also I th- feel like there is a Vanderpump rules spinoff in the works. I, you know, there are rumors about this going around online. But then when Lala Kent was on Watch What Happens Live last week with Andy, obviously, he introduced her after the break and said, Vanderpump Valley. Now, all of the people in Vanderpump Rules, like the OGs where they bought their houses, is in like Valley Village or whatever. I don't know if that's a real place or if that's just like the name they've called it, but it's I know that they live in the Valley, but it's Valley Village, whatever, right? So I did write about this in a community post for the dip. So definitely like go check that out because I'm so curious. Like, will they bring the OGs back? Because that's like a real friend group. I mean, like get them out of Sir. I don't need to pretend that Ariana is like besties with Charlie. I get that they're friends, but like they don't have like a deep connection. I feel like like the other girls do like with Lala and Katie, like I feel like they're really close. Like these people really do hang out outside of filming. Like they still invite each other to birthday parties, kids parties, pool parties. Like they're always together. And it's like, I would like to see that. I separate the two, get Raquel in Vanderpump Rules with Charlie, fucking Peter. Like that's what that's what I think should happen. But I mean, they still don't even know if they're getting picked up which isn't a great sign because I know Sheena has been on her podcast being like, listen, if we get picked up, blah, blah, blah. Lala has said the same thing. James has said the same thing. Also, James is like being very public with his new girlfriend who looks like a very sweet, normal girl, but it feels like a little weird. Like you were just engaged to the quote, love of your life. And now you're like on Instagram. I don't, I don't understand people. (laughs) I just like... It's just shocking to me how people are able to like move on so quickly and in such a serious way. Like I get if you're in a relationship and you break up, I don't expect you to wallow and never date anybody again, but to like date someone and like have it be so serious it seems like they're traveling together, they're on vacation together. It's like, what? What? That's why I'm like I kind of fuck with Raquel because she's like just doing her own thing, she's dating, she's out there. I mean, we've heard that she's been on dates with Nima from Shaz, which guys, Shaz got canceled. And this is something that like Andy kind of at the last reunion, he's like, I wasn't sure if you guys were going to be able to come back because how dark things got the like year before last and how like real intense that reunion was like even over Zoom, Andy was like, that was the darkest reunion he's ever filmed. That's what he said. And now, like with the Mike stuff, like him being arrested for domestic violence, it and then they got canceled. I'm like, they should, because that that's like getting in territory where you're like, fuck. Like, I you can't even touch that. Like, you can't even talk about it. It's, it's so bad. Okay. So that's that on news updates for Bravo. Let's take a quick break and then we will be back with Orange County, New Jersey, and Summerhouse. 
Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com. Big tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org. I'm not even fucking joking. It is snowing. Are you motherfucking kidding me? It is April 18th and it is snowing? Is this some sort of sick joke? Like, haven't we been through enough? I just look over it and there's literally snowflakes falling from the sky. Oh my God. I just, can't we catch a break? (laughs) Hell on earth, I swear to God. Oh, do you guys remember that show, Hell on Earth? That was such a good show. Like, how this woman was allowed to get away with that is so crazy, but again, can't get enough. I'm going to just start with Orange County because it's one that I have, like, the least to say. (laughs) You know, we have missed two weeks, so let's just, like, jump right in it. Uh, Gina has fucking lost her mind. That's I'm going to start with that. Gina, 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 Gina. She truly, I don't know what's going on with her. Like something is happening because she's acting kind of erratic. This whole like bringing gifts to some like like mining ghost. I was like, what am I watching right now? Even Emily was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is some weird shit. And like, she's so emotional about Shannon and it's really bizarre. And it's like, I I can't even begin to understand what her fucking problem is. Like they project, you know what these women are doing? They are projecting so much of their own personal shit onto Shannon that it's actually like, mind-blowing. Like, because she can't, Gina can't seem to figure out, like, why she's mad at Shannon. And it's like, I don't think you are. Like, I think you're just got your own fucking problems. You're projecting it onto Shannon and you're making it her fault. And it's fucking stupid. Like, this idea that she's, she's saying one second, Shannon only likes people when they're down because then she can throw it in their face and be like, haha, like, you know, I did this for you. You know, you have to have loyalty to me. That's one thing that she said. Another thing, why are you picking Noella over me? Okay. I don't think Shannon is. Three, she's literally like, Shannon, basically like, I don't fuck with you. And I don't think like we're, we should be friends. But then in the same breath as like, I texted you and you're not responding to me and you're doing, and Shannon's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, at, Gina, to me, is feeling a little manic in the sense of, like, she's throwing so much at the wall just to see what's going to stick. And it's like nothing is sticking because it's like it's not real. Does that make sense? Like, a lot of housewives who I feel like don't have a lot of personal story or a lot to bring to the table tend to do shit like this. Like, they panic and then they're like, okay, like I'm going to have problems with this person and this person and this person. And it's like nothing is working. Like Leah did this on Orange and uh, New York. I felt like she was upset with Heather Thompson, like out of nowhere. She was upset with Ramona and then her grandma died and then this. And I was like, what is going on? Like none of this feels legit. And that's where I kind of like tune out. And Noella talking in the Somali about her divorce. Guys, I'm sorry. Like, that's hilarious. She, to talk to a sommelier and be like, 
you know, I'm counting my assets and I had to go in the basement and I found this really expensive bottle of wine. He's like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. What do you want to drink? Like, I am not getting paid enough for this. And it's also, it's funny because it just bothers Heather so much. <laughs> like, oh God, it just really gets me good. And I find Noella funny. I don't appreciate, I didn't appreciate the screaming by the river. That was really crazy. <laughs> but I enjoy her like little antics. And I I also, I mean, guys, the phone chain, the the rope that she has attached to her phone is is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I couldn't figure it out. Like when she was in bed trying to, I'm sorry, I'm like making myself laugh thinking about it. Like when she was in bed on FaceTime and like throwing this like rope that's attached to her phone around, I'm like, what is this? Like, what is this right now? Like it just, uh, it, it really, really was so funny. And then Heather, of course, tried to like make it this weird thing between Noella and Shannon being like, she didn't fucking wait for you. She just got in the sprinter van. It's like, also, what happened to Shannon's shoes? Are people talking about this? I have not seen a fucking thing about it. Her Did her boot explode? I know truly, like, I, I was like, I want to know more about this. Like, because Shannon was running late for dinner. We go upstairs to see what the fuck's going on. And her boot exploded. And there's like gunpowder or something. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, how did this happen? To like, what is in this boot? And like, we just never talked about it ever again. And it's like, I did not see a single thing about it online. And it's like, do what? We need to get some investigation going. Because, okay, how are we going to go to dinner and like not discuss this? This is crazy. And as far as like where we go from here, I personally would like to see the same cast. I never want to see these women sing again, ever again. I don't want to see a fucking song, a lyric, a, a, a note come out of any of those women's mouths ever again. With that said, I would like them all to come back and I would like Tamara Judge to be also full-time. And then Vicky as like a friend of, that would be my ideal cast. I want to see Jen's marriage fall apart. I do. I do. Because it's they're doomed. Let's just say it. We gotta, we gotta just be honest with ourselves. These two people are not people that should be married. They no, 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 no. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, I guys, those wedding pictures with Emily and Shane. I'm like, are they in the courtyard of a Marriott in front of a fountain? Where are they? It was the weirdest weirdest thing. Like everything felt so like, it felt like a messy scrapbook and like editors were like, okay, we got to cut this scene and like mash it up and put it in here. And like, they were like gluing and pasting and like, it just felt like very chaotic. The, the finale didn't feel like a finale. And then to end it was Shannon's, guys, Shannon's titties were, whoa, whoa, Nelly. I was like, Shannon fucking Bador. Like, where did those come from? She had her boobies. It was like Bridgerton. Like, she had Bridgerton titties. Like, they were sitting. It was crazy. I was like, listen, I loved it. I love, I, guys, I enjoyed Shannon this year. And I'm excited to see her and Noella's friendship blossom or fall apart. Either one, I'd be down to see. I think that they both like get each other and they're both like, why does Heather think that she like runs this show? Which I appreciate. And also, I mean, I personally think Heather really came back just because her and Terry wanted to do another show together. This like seven year itch or stitch or I just, I don't think I need Terry to run his own show again. Is Botch still around? Does anybody know? I don't know if it's still around, but anyways, the reunion should be good. I'm like I said, I'm glad it's only two parts. We, you know, we don't have to like sit around and wait for, you know, like a dramatic like last part. It's like, okay. Let's let's just move it along here. Okay. 
Let's talk New Jersey. I have lots of thoughts about New Jersey. So let me get into those. Um, Like I said, I've missed two weeks. So there is a lot to discuss, especially the last episode, which was like very explosive. So uh, where to begin? Let me start by saying I understand Margaret, okay? When you are in when you're on social media, things get brought to you. Like you're not looking for them. The stuff about Louis was brought to me like a year ago. I've known about these allegations. I've seen, I mean, I've seen a lot. Okay. People would send these things to me. And I never said anything about it because that's like a very serious like thing to bring up. And I was just like, I'm not touching that. Like, I'm not talking about that shit on my Instagram. It's just like too dark. And like, I didn't know what was true or what wasn't true. Or like, I don't, I didn't know. So I fully believe Margaret isn't looking for this stuff. It is literally, it's being brought to her. Like, people are literally messaging her, being like, did you see this? And it's out there. So this idea that things are out there and we're just like expected not to talk about them is nuts. And Louis doesn't even mind talking about it. That's the craziest thing. Teresa is so worked up about this. And Louis doesn't seem to fucking mind. He's like, okay. And yeah, he did lie because in, you know, when he did say, you know, me and that girl were like broken up during that crazy desert video. That's not true. They were, he was like proposing to her in the video. Like we all saw it. So it's like, okay. But I will say, Louis doesn't seem that bad. And I feel like there's, we're not seeing something. I'm getting, you know, I get that it's weird energy, but there is a part of me that's like, I think Teresa needs her own show because we're getting into territory with New Jersey that I think we get into situations sometimes on Housewives, like with Atlanta, with Kenya and Portia, for example, where there's going to be no movement on this friendship. Like this is not a friendship that they can come back to. And, you know, um, so Teresa and Margaret are kind of like how Kenya and Portia got on Atlanta where there's just no movement. Like there's no friendship that's ever going to be, they're never going to meet in the middle. And that, that gets frustrating to watch. It gets boring to watch. Like I don't want to watch these two people just like never have any sort of resolution or ever come together. And it's like, that's what we're getting. And it's getting old. I don't know how Margaret feels now after the whole throwing of the plates and the cups and the whatever. But I think before that, she kind of would like to be in the middle with Teresa. Teresa is not that way. Teresa is as a Taurus. So she is very stubborn and Italian and thinks that this is her show. So she's like, you're going to come meet me or I'm not coming to the table. Period. Done. Like that's where I think Teresa's head is at. But it was really sweet watching Teresa be so excited to move in with Louis into this new house. I find it, I mean, when you think about it, it's actually crazy. Like, Adriana has not lived with a man in like six years, however long Joe has been gone. And she was so little when Joe was around that it's like, she probably doesn't really remember that much. So that's probably going to be like a really weird adjustment for them, right? Like, you're not only moving houses, but now you're living with a man and his son. You're living with two men. That's changed. Like, I remember when my mom and I lived together and then her boyfriend moved in. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I mean, obviously they dated for years and years and years prior to them moving in, but it was weird having a man in the house. You know, like, we, it was so, it changes the whole dynamic. Like, it's so, I'm very curious about that. And I would like to see that spinoff if, you know, because I'm not ready to say goodbye to Teresa. I'm not. Even though I don't agree with her really ever, I'm not ready to say goodbye. So I would, you know, get the, get them their own show. Who cares? And let's let's you know try to get New Jersey back a little bit on track here. Like you know, maybe a little bit more fun. 
I did think it was super cute when Louie did that whole stone thing for her her parents. Like that was so fucking sweet. And I was like, God damn it if this man doesn't suck me back in. You know? I was like, like I change, I change it like a on a dime with Louie. I'm like, this man is a fucking weirdo in the desert. And then the next second I'm like, oh, well, that thing he did with the stone was really cute. It's like, I can't decide. Also, the shade of the producers and editors zooming in on that Buddha statue in the in the bedroom. I was like, guys, because also why? Why is there a gigantic Buddha in your fucking house? And they have like a meditation area. Like, it's very crazy. Um, I mean, if that's what you do, like, that's fine. You know, I know, I know people that like are Buddhist or they practice and they meditate. Like, you do you, but picturing Teresa meditating is so crazy to me. One thing that I, I mean, I don't have much to say about her, but Tracy's lame. I don't know. Just get her off my screen. She's a waste of my time. I'm sure she's a nice girl. I know she's friends with Snooky. That's cool. I, I, listen, I no. When she was like, I'm gonna sit side saddle on the bull, I was like, get her out of here. I don't care. She's always comes in like full glam too. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I don't enjoy her. She's just like very much a non-event to me. Okay. So I have a prediction for Bill and Jennifer. And that is, I picture them having a vow renewal at some point. And then I can imagine them divorcing in like three years. I just don't see them lasting very long if we're being honest. And that makes me sad because it's like, you never want to see a marriage fail. I mean, no one does, but at the same time, it's like there's just there's a lot going on there. And it's like she really resents him. I feel like with this show, she's getting a lot of like confidence and she's feeling like she's doing something for herself, which we see a lot on Housewives. Like they come in and they're in this marriage. Like, I mean, even Melissa Gorga was like this. Like, she was very much like, I put dinner on the table, my husband is king in the house. Like, you know, and then they start doing the show and they start to get make their own money. They start to get attention on their own. And it makes them feel like, okay, like I am contributing something here. And I don't think Bill was ready for his wife to be like that. And I don't think he'll be able to keep up, you know. I mean, we see that a lot. It happens all the time on Housewives. So I just, I don't know. I just want Jen to be with someone who's fun and just is a good time. That's what I want because Bill to me seems a little stuffy. Like he's Bill doesn't do it for me. Never has, never will. Bill was never my king. You know, Evan Goldschneider is the real king of New Jersey. Let's be very clear. And, you know, I do, speaking of Evan, I do love the way that he just supports Jackie and like wants to be there for her and really lifts her up. And I just think that that's really, really sweet. And I know that that's like, well, a given, like your husband should do those things. But it's like, ladies, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here, okay? It's 2022. Men are acting up, okay? I'll take what I can fucking get, okay? So then, I mean, they all go to Nashville and they stay in this, like, castle, mansion. I hated that house so much. I am not a, like, listen, I'm not a new build kind of girl. I like an older home with character, you know, some, like, like real wood floors. Like I like, I like that kind of vibe. I'm not someone like, I'm not really into the like grays and the blacks and the like cold, like farmhouse chic vibe that's going on. Like every fucking new build, I swear to God, is white with like black shutters. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like I want like charm. I want vibes. You know, like, you know who has a beautiful house? This is like going way off left, but um, Jackie Schimmel, she's doing her, she's like renovating her house. She's, you know, if you don't know who Jackie Schimmel is, that's wild to me. She obviously is the podcaster. Uh, she hosts the Bitch Bible. She's really funny. I love her house. I think it's so unique and like, I love what she's doing. Now, I personally like I don't think I could ever do something like that or execute it in that way, but I really love that she's like making it her own. It's like very cool. I love her house journey. Anyways. So yeah, this house is like my worst nightmare. I just, I'm not into it. I, listen, I love a soft closed drawer and those usually come with like new builds. <laughs> I know that sounds really weird. 
So this house literally just looks like a soft closed drawer to me. And if you know, you know. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. Um, so yeah, this weird, it's like they're all staying in this like weird house that like someone's friend got for them. I don't even know how they got this house. And they go to Nashville. And Teresa, to me, seems like now she's got it out for Margaret. Like she's not letting this go. When Teresa has her mind set on something, Teresa has a one-track mind. So do her children. They literally cannot see anything else or think about anything else except for like that one thing that's in like their straight line of vision. And I think because we kind of think of Teresa as being this like ding dong, we don't really realize how premeditated a lot of what Teresa does and says is. Like we have to remember she's the one who told Danielle to pull Margaret's ponytail. Like the like she is very calculated in her execution of things, I'll say. And so when she comes to the table at dinner, she knows exactly what she's about to do. She knows that she's going to make a fucking scene. No matter, I mean, Margaret didn't even say anything bad. She just was like, you're a liar. That's like not the worst thing anyone has ever said. That's like standard in housewives. They all call each other liars. So for Teresa to get like that mad is so fucking wild to me. She just was like a bull and she just like wouldn't stop. And it was weird. And I felt bad for Melissa because Melissa's like, oh God. Melissa's exhausted. Let's be, let's be honest. Melissa, this is like, this is not her sister-in-law. This is strictly just Joe's sister at this point, who she just has to deal with. Like Melissa's so over it. Like she barely chases after Teresa. She's like, no, Teresa, calm down. <laughs> And Teresa's like running up the stairs. Like, Melissa's like so checked out. She's like, I am so over this bitch. Like, because if she didn't go with her, and I like that the other girls know that, like, they have that understanding of Melissa. Like, Melissa's not picking Teresa's side. They just know that it's not worth the fight that will ensue between the two of them if she doesn't go with Teresa. And even Louis, like, why did you do that? Like, that was fucking crazy. He was like, what? I almost think he like looks at Teresa as someone he can kind of shape and like mold, you know, because he's so into like meditation and like all of that and feelings. I think he looks at Teresa like a project, like, okay, I'm going to take this woman and I'm going to change her <laughs> because she's fucking nuts. And also, I think we also underestimate the friendship between Margaret and Dolores they are besties. They really, really are. I do. I've heard rumblings that Dolores and Teresa are currently fighting, which does make me sad because they've been friends for so long. And it's mainly because Teresa didn't invite Dolores to her engagement party. And there are rumors that it is allegedly because Dina said, you know, she's friends with my sister, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, Dolores has always been friends with Caroline. This is like not a new thing. So it's really weird that like now Dina's supposedly, you know, making these choices. I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. I Something about Dina is just not – it doesn't sit right in my spirit. <laughs> and I know that that's, like, controversial because people automatically want to assume, you know, that Caroline, like, is this horrible sister. It's like, well, I mean, Dina, I don't think, talks to, like, any of her siblings. Uh, I think we should maybe take a look at that and wonder why. Okay. So that's pretty much all I have to say about New Jersey. I do want to talk about Summer House, obviously. Okay, we have a we have like weeks to catch up on Summer House. Okay, I'm going to start off with just saying the obvious. In my opinion, is that Sierra is a hater. Sierra is a fucking Debbie Downer. I can't stand her. I think she's so beautiful, like beyond gorgeous. And I'm sure she's a nice person off the show. But her like weirdness about Lindsay, it's like an obsession. She's becoming like obsessed with whatever Lindsay is doing. And Lindsay does not give a fuck about it. Does not care. Doesn't give them any attention. And Lindsay just lives rent free in Sierra's mind. And it's weird. Like when Lindsay was talking about bringing Ahmed to the house or going on a date with him or something, she was like, 
I'm not even engaging in this. It's like, okay, we don't want you to engage. You don't engage anyways, so we're good. You don't bring that much to the fucking table. You know? She doesn't. We have to be honest. What does she do? She doesn't seem like a good time to me. It's bizarre. And then when I saw Maya was on um, Watch What Happens Live and she's like, yeah, I'm still dating Oliver. I was like, my head like spun around. I was like, what? (sighs) That was odd, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, they're really cute together. I just, I didn't see that happening uh, for them. And Lindsay, you know, is obviously on one right now because she's having hot hub summer and I need her to kind of stop saying that she's having the best summer of her life because the more that you say that, the less I believe you. Like no one who's really having a good time is like, I'm having the best time of my life. No one says that because you're just having a good time. That's like all you're focused on. So it's like, girl, we all see what's going on here. And this, this whole fight with Ahmed is so, he's disgusting. This man is such an asshole. And I get that Lindsay is like a lot to deal with, but I mean, he's so mean. I'm like, why are you still speaking to this person? He's horrible. Horrible. And he's just like, yeah, I got to go. I'm getting another call. It's like, no, you're fucking not. And then he never called her back. It's like, what? Like, give me Lindsay and Carl. I can't I can't watch our girl go through this stuff. Like, it's too much. And then, um, then we find out that Amanda owns like none of Loverboy. And I have questions because... Amanda like is lover boy. I did agree with Sierra when she said that. She was like, pardon? Like when I say Amanda is lover boy, I mean, she designs everything. She's like the creative director of lover boy and the merch. And I mean, the, the, the way it looks like that's the age we're living in right now. Like you got to have nice packaging. You got to have nice cans. And I mean, cans as in like actual, the lover boy cans, not like, you know. So it it's really wild that she's not an owner. And I'm really curious about how that is now. Like if they worked that out, I don't know. And we kind of talk about Andrea crying. Listen, it's really sad. I feel really bad for him. He's clearly really upset. But like, this is a lot of tears. Like this man is emotional. This This summer has taken like a lot out of these people, in my opinion. And then So my opinion about the whole Amanda Lindsay conversation in the vineyard is I don't think Amanda was wrong necessarily. Like, I just think the setting was wrong and the like the timing because Lindsay's clearly like drunk. She's sitting at a table with girls who don't like her and you're like bringing this shit up. Like you're kind of dancing around this you know, topic of her having a miscarriage. And it's like, it. I'm like, these girls, like, th- she's not going to want to talk about it. And I like that Kyle is really good friends with Lindsay and like, is always kind of there to be like, can you guys like get the fuck off of her? Like, it, people like need to like leave Lindsay alone. That was bizarre. And then this whole idea that Paige feels like Andrea used her. I didn't really get that. Like, I was like, huh? I don't think that that's true. But I mean, again, I, you know, who knows what really was going on behind the scenes. And then we got Amanda and Kyle. They are having like a cake tasting with her parents. I got to tell you guys, Amanda's family is loaded. They're rich, honey. They got money, honey. Like that wedding in their backyard. I was like, that's their backyard. It looked like a fucking castle. That, that was a beautiful house. And like, the way that her dad looks at Kyle when he talks is so hilarious to me. He's just like, okay, like you're the guy that my daughter is marrying. Oh God. Like who is this guy? Like you can just see it. He's just like, oh God. Like he loves his daughter. So he's like, I just want you to be happy. And I'm sorry, but like when people say that, that's not a good sign. I don't think I've ever had a friend who's dating a guy that I actually think is good for her. And I've said, I just want you to be happy. I've never said that. It's only you say that when you don't like the guy that the person is dating or marrying. Every time. You know, no one's ever like, oh my God, your boyfriend's so incredible. He treats you so well. I just want you to be happy. That's never been a fucking thing people say. It's only when you're with someone who's 
things are questionable. And I do think Amanda and Kyle like really do like each other and love each other. Um, I don't think they like each other sometimes, but I do think that they love each other. There's just a lot going on and they handle things so differently that they just get that there's like that tension, you know, like he's someone who like gets four hours of sleep a night. Like he really gets things to like work up. It like works him up. And Amanda just like doesn't operate like that. She's very like chill. She's like, listen, things are going to get done. Let's not stress about it. And Kyle's literally, his sty looks like it's coming back, if we're being completely honest. I mean, the floor is canceled three weeks out. I would lose my fucking mind. I'm like a fairly, listen, I'm not chill. I'm not a chill girl. But I'm like, when things are like out of my control, I'm like pretty good about being like, okay, like things are going to be okay. Like things are going to work out. Everything's fine. Like I got to be positive. If my florist backed out three weeks before my wedding, there would be hell to pay. I would fucking lose it. I would lose it. I'm shocked that they didn't put them on blast personally on Instagram. And then like these people suck. Because that's just a shitty thing to do, I feel like. You know, like I'm sorry. Like Amanda said, she's like, we gave them a mood board. We told them what we wanted. They sent us something back that was like horrible. And then like, then they back out. It's like, that was just shitty. I didn't like that. And Paige saying that she was in 12 proms. Uh, 12 proms? That's a lot of proms. Like, that's a lot of dresses. That's a lot of, it's just a lot. I don't, I'm trying to think of like, how do you know people from that many different high schools? Maybe it's over the course of like the four years in high school. I don't know. That's nuts to me. Lukey is back or Lukey is back. <sighs> he's talking about this girl and I need to know more about her because what is he talking about? I like, I I never saw her on like Instagram. Who is she? Who is this person? I don't know. We got to get, we got to figure it out, guys. We got to get investigation discovery vibes going. And then, so they all come back to the house. I think this is their last weekend. And um, they go to dinner. I like when they all are together and they go out. I think that that's fun. Kyle's just like really on edge. Like Kyle's not in a good mood. He's not in a good place mentally, financially, doesn't seem like it. That like he can't, like I think he's overstimulated at the table. Like there's too many conversations going on and he's like, None of this fucking shit matters. Like, I'm in debt. When he said he's in a lawsuit, I was like, oh my God. But when he, Kyle gets mad, he gets really, really nasty and he gets really mean. And that I do not fuck with. Like, take a step back, take a breather before you start talking crazy to your future wife. And I felt so fucking bad for Amanda because I, I've been there before, like where you're fighting with your boyfriend and you're at a table or you're in public and you're just silently crying and it's so awkward. And then everyone at the table is like, oh my God, Amanda's crying, but we don't want to like get involved because it's like their own fucking thing. Carl's across the table, like looking at Amanda, like, oh my God, my friend's treating this woman like shit. And Luke, I'm sorry. N no one, I, he was talking. It's like, no one cares. No one cares what Luke is talking about. And I liked seeing Paige and Lindsay kind of talk about like the double standards that Lindsay is facing. I'm like, yeah, but Paige, like one of your best friends is like perpetuating this as are you. So what are we doing here? Like it felt a little like hypocritical. It felt weird, but I let, I mean, I liked it. Lindsay said on uh, Chicks in the Office, she was on their podcast a few weeks ago. She was like, it was weird. She's like, I thought Paige and I had a great summer together. She's like, I thought everything was really great. And then watching back and seeing the things that she said about me, I'm like, oh, okay. So like, we're not good. Okay. Like that's probably a mind fuck too. Kyle bringing up Lindsay's miscarriage at the table, like bluntly like that was so fucked up. And then he like hit the table, he storms away. Paige finally, finally saying what we all were thinking. And it's like, how is Amanda fucking marrying you? Like, the way that you talk to people, the way that he speaks to people is really fucking crazy. And I don't know, like, it just made me sad for her. Like, 
because like they're getting married, they're both really, really stressed out. And I understand that, but like the way that he handles things is just not, not okay. I am excited to see where the rest of the season goes. I feel like we have like, a lot left. I feel like they might be filming like the lead up to the wedding, even though they're not going to be in the house anymore. I liked, you know, I want to see Carl and Lindsay finally get together. <sighs> it's killing me. It's killing me. I need to see it. Because it's like, you know, the way that they are with each other is so fucking cute. And they have this like deep respect and love for one another and understanding. And I'm just like, just all Lindsay needs right now. She doesn't need these fuck boys like Ahmed, like treating her like fucking garbage. Paige was like, you've had like many altercations with him in the last like two weeks. Like, why are we even like doing this? And it's like, I, we all get what Lindsay is going through. We all see through it. Just let her do it. Like, that's the thing. Just let her be. But Kyle's really got to get a handle on things. Poor Amanda. My thing is, is like, if you say that shit on camera, like, what are you saying, like, behind the scenes? It's always, like, when you start fighting with your significant other in public, that's when you know, like, shit's got to be, like, evaluated. Because, like, that's – things are not right. Well – Guys, it feels so good to be back. I'm sorry for my voice. I really, really tried my best here. COVID's got me fucked up still a little bit. I am. My test is negative, but my body is still recovering. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for understanding, too, the fact that there hasn't been new episodes in two weeks. It really means a lot to me. And, you know, you guys were sending, like, the sweetest messages, telling me to get better. Am I well? You know, wishing me well on my COVID journey. Also, make sure you guys check out the dip. We are running a promotion right now. Use code SALSA, S-A-L-S-A, like the dip salsa, obviously, for 75% off. And I will see you guys later this week with another new episode. And of course, I'll see you guys over on Instagram. Of course, follow me at Bravo Historian and at Take Your Zoloft on Twitter. All right, bye. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Oh, oh. Stay cool this summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.